How you doing, guys? It is the Get Loud Podcast presented by SeatGeek, the official ticketing sponsor of your Washington Commanders. Fred Smoot, Michael Jenkins. There's a difference between Victor Monday yeah. and Victory, Victory Monday. Monday. Hey, listen, it's one of those times where the, the fan base is euphoric. They get to go to work and talk trash across the cooler <laughs> to their people. The players come in and feel bad. Like, it's, it's a, a different aura when you do it. It's like uh, we set out to do a mission and we completed the mission. So I know how the military feels when they complete a mission. That's what we get on the Victory Monday. Can we talk about resilience for a second? Yeah, please do. Because I feel like that word is going to be thrown around this week, yeah. as it should. Second largest comeback in franchise history. Yeah. First time this franchise has been 2-0 since 2011. And they looked like they were out. Yeah. I think we all kind of got that sinking feeling in the first half. And for them to turn it around like this was pretty remarkable. Well, first of all, let's, let, let's look at the bigger picture here. Okay. We have a good luck omen. We got two good luck omens. Okay. Samuel Howe. All right. Samuel. Samuel. That's what I'm calling Ooh. him right now. Since he went on the center last year at Dallas Cowboys, the last game of the year, we have not seen defeat. Not in the preseason. That's not right. in the regular season. We are undefeated. Second to him mm-hmm. is the Harris group, the Rails group, Magic Johnson. Since they have came, we are undefeated. I, so what I am saying, it's a good cloud over us right now. And, and, and talking to the fellas, and how I felt yesterday watching the game, okay. never felt like we was out of it. You know how you would turn on the game? Yeah. And one touchdown down, we ain't coming back. Like, I, I never felt like we was out of the game, Jinx. Okay. And Jamin Davis makes a play. Uh, uh, yeah. Payne makes a play. Like, they are taking turns, making play. This could be the most talented deep team we've had in generations here. Oh, you're saying generations? So that's I, a, that's a big statement. Well, it, I most definitely the only team in the 2010s maybe had talent like this was the first RG3 rookie year team. Yep. I, they had talent. I don't think nobody else in the thousands had it. Maybe when, in, in the 2000s when I played, mm-hmm. the team with me, Sean Taylor, Sean Springs, yep. Leron Landry, like we had, Carlos Rod, we had super maxed mm-hmm. out talent, but they have it in all the key places. They have it at quarterback. They have it at punter. They have it at cornerback. They have it at D-line. They got it everywhere. When you look player for player, this could be the most talented roster in over three decades. That's saying a lot. Now, you mentioned Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. Mr. Samuel. Mr. Samuel Howell. Yeah, yeah. He took a step forward. Yeah. And this was his first ever NFL road game. Road game. It was. It was. So, that throw he made to Scary Terry in particular, I mean – I swear, look at this. Oh, oh, dip the hair on my oh, arm. They still standing up a day later? Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, through two defenders on a dime yeah. rocket, that's an that's as good as it gets. And you know what? It's good to have a receiver like Terry. He's been catching c- c- competed passes since he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, he wins on combative passes when it's him and two or three people. He comes down with it. It feels good as a quarterback to know I can throw it up there and no matter where I throw it up to, he is coming down with it. And let's be honest. Sam Howe has the strongest arm we've seen around here oh, in man. some time. He can let it fly. He's not afraid of the deep ball at all. It's to the point where we got to tell him, calm down and just take yeah. the check down. Like, take the check down sometime. Yeah. I love that he's lively. I love that his arm is live. And I love that he constantly wants to be a downfield threat. And he'll make some mistakes along the way, like every guy who has three games I, I, under I, him. I was about to say, like, come on, we've raised kids before. Right. I, when, if you got a baby and you feed him too much, he'll throw up. 
Like they're, they're just they're just right. common thing. So we got to be ready for when Sam Howe, aka the young baby, throws up. Like he's going to make missteps. The great thing about it, he learns from them, mm-hmm. and he rarely makes the same mistake twice. And when you talk about this team, yeah, early on O line struggled a little bit, yeah, but. As the game went on, and that's when B-Rob started yeah. getting loose, yeah. they started wearing down the defense. And Charles Leno said after the game, to your point, it feels different around here. And yes. they feel it. Even after falling behind early, yeah. they kept getting stronger never as the game went on. Ner- never was yeah. nervous. And I love Coach B. Enemy's play calling because he said, okay, they're rushing off the edge. Randy Gregory has a mixed match over here. I'm going to use his speed against him so he can get to the quarterback. We're going to start those screens. All right, mm-hmm. We're going to slow them down by any means necessary. And that's that, that's that, vo- that, that's that warfare with the pin. Mm-hmm. Right, and we have been losing that battle so long. This When you get a team that goes in at the halftime, and actually makes changes and understand what they're mm-hmm. doing. They come out and they look and they feel different. You can always tell a well-coached team. Kudos to Coach B. Enemy on that one. Isn't it amazing how much scheme can make a difference in an offense? I mean, defensively yeah. too, but particularly when you're talking about the tools that they yeah. have on offense yeah. and what he's doing thus far is yeah. really confusing defense. Well, sometimes it's about the Jimmy and the Joes. That's the players, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the only thing that separates us, because I think the talent on most teams are right there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not their biggest gap in talent, probably maybe quarterback. Other than that, Talent gap is the same. Yeah. So it ain't about the Jimmy and the Joes. It's about the X's and the O's. So who is the who is the, the brain trust? Yep. Who is who is going in dissecting and putting putting the players in the right chess moves? That's what it is. And that's what gets some coaches fired and some coaches promoted. Is a player understands this guy's gonna always put me in the best position to make plays. I don't never want to leave him. Because mm-hmm. right, you rarely find a coach that's in sync like that yep. and understands where the player wants to be. And that's what I'm saying with Coach Bianca being an ex-player. He understands mm-hmm. the psyche of a player. And when you talk about particular players who look better this season, B-Rob is a guy. Oh, yeah, We know what he went through last, last season. Year, yeah. But he even said, listen, it took me a while to get my strength and yeah. burst back. Mm-hmm. We saw that during camp, and yeah. it really showed up uh, He looked Sunday. good. And guess what? I think he's shocking people how good he can receive the ball because they never threw him the ball to right. Alabama. Like, he can receive the ball, and he runs hard. He leans on DBs. Yep. He make DBs like me say, you know what? I'll I, I tackle next game because this game ain't it. Guys move out of his way, and he always leans forward for the extra one, two, three yards yep. in ball security. He, yep. he, he understand. Take care of that ball, and that ball will take care of you for life. We're going to talk more about this. we got to pay the bills, Fred. Yeah, pay the bills. And you know what? Jake. We're just going to read them live. Why not? Let's read them live. Sh- We're going to get right back to football. Show them what Texas University gave you. We're going to start with Honda. Why not? How do you not love Honda? you got to feel the power of mm-hmm. the CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid. Mm-hmm. The most electrifying Honda vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of their rugged SUVs and trucks like mm-hmm. the Pilot Trail Sport. Yeah. The most rugged SUV ever from the Honda family. I drive cars. it in the mud. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Experience the thrill of the fun-to-drive Honda Civic. Hey, you want a turbocharged engine? Yeah. You got it. Why not? Get power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And they run forever. They really? do. They forever. run forever. Yes. We got to talk about RTS. Yes. Recycle track systems, transforming the way commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. They combine the power. I'm big with this. 
Got to take care of the environment. If, you, if we don't take care of the planet, where will our children live at? Absolutely. They combine the power of AI. I'm not talking about Allen Iverson. Yeah. I'm, oh, you're not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about artificial intelligence with premium customer service to optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. Yes. Visit RTS.com. Learn more about how they can help your business manage waste more responsibly yes now we got to be responsible yeah continue talking about this game all right what about the one play that i thought was a real game changer jamin davis turning it, point. it looked like things were trending in the wrong yes. direction They're down 18 he makes that play boom yeah. different game he's running sideline to sideline like uh, jonathan allen say it was a blur that came mm-hmm. across his face yeah and he did it like i understand when the game slows down for a player and we forget jamin davis he, he started his senior year in college that's it one year of football. Then he comes here as a first-round draft pick, starts off kind of slow, and people ask him why. All right, because he needs reps. Now he's in his bag. Now yeah. he's finding ways to make plays. And these are game-changing plays. I truly yeah. believe that was the turning point when we get that fumble, give our offense a short field. Now we can go and make some plays. These are the plays championship teams make. I like. I was talking to Art Monk. I was okay. talking to Gary Clark, and I asked him, What's the difference in y'all teams that went to the championship and the teams that didn't? He said, sometimes we was on football teams. Mm-hmm. But when we won championships, we was a part of a football family. This team, to me now, feels like a family. I think that's absolutely perfect way to say it. Yeah. There is something different. Like I said, Charles Leno mentioned, a lot of these guys say it, and maybe not in those particular words, but they yeah. say they all say to a man, it's different. It, this is different. Everything is different. different. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Sometimes change is good. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the one thing Coach B. Enemy has done was come in here, change the practice habits. Come in here, change the practice schedule. Come in here and change the expectations of the team. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. Where is the bar set? It's set pretty high right now. Deron Payne. Yes. Yes. Gets my diggity dog moment <laughs> of the week. Listen to me. This guy said, you know what, players? All the rest of 10 of y'all sit over there. I'm going to go handle this drive myself. He right. goes into the drive. First down, sacks the quarterback. Ooh, nice swim move to the inside. Beats the guard. Just pushes the center. Kicks him out the club. Sack. First down. Second down. They want to toss a little sweep. They want to try to run to the edge. No, it's me again. Deron Payne. Yeah. I'm at the door. <laughs> Guess what? House of pain. Shut him down. Put him on his head. Put him on his neck. All right. Third down. Hey, obvious passing down. That's fine. I got that too, fellas. Y'all just stay on the sideline. He goes up, swims the guy. The guy, the quarterback tries to break to the outside. Throws the ball over. He knocks it down. Trifecta. One, two, three. All of my plays. I am finished. Deron Payne, you are king. Oh, my God. What a sequence that was yeah. to watch. That D-line yeah. is going to be a problem for everyone. And it seems like a different guy can step up they each and every week. They take turns. Yeah. Chase, Montez, Sweat, John. Like, they take turns. And don't forget about Casey Tuhill. Don't forget right. about these guys. Uh, Smith, Hype, and Williams. Yeah. Don't forget about any of these dudes. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, they are a locked-in group. I'm yeah. sorry. They locked in. I haven't even mentioned the Forbes list. Yeah, hey, hey, listen, it's the only list where millionaires show up and leave a thousand there. Like, that's the only list that you show up with greatness and doesn't leave mm-hmm. great again. Like, hey, listen, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to give congratulations okay. to the governor of Denver, Colorado, aka Governor Russell Wilson. You are the inaugural first member. First name on the force list belongs to you. All right, his first interception belongs to you. So congratulations, you are now on the force list. But I can say this, 
He's supposed to have three interceptions already. Yeah. He's supposed to be leading the NFL in interceptions. He dropped two the first game of the year. Mm-hmm. He got this one. So he's supposed to have three. All I'm saying is greatness ain't that far away. Congratulations. You are now part of the Forbes list. Before we move on, because we got a lot to talk about. College football coming up. We got celebrity couples as yeah. well. We're going to get into that. But you said something that I thought was interesting. We were talking before the show, which is Sean Payton is kind of Put the governor on Russ a little bit. He doesn't want Russ to cook. We've never seen this happen to a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame quarterback. Mm-hmm. Usually you get a Hall of Fame quarterback in his second home. Yeah. You kind of bring him over here to change the culture. You bring him over to lead. Oh, I, and, for yeah. a second I thought you said two changes the coach. I was like, no, wait, what? No, no, not two change. <laughs> two change the culture. So when you bring a guy over here, you kind of like give him – you give him the saddle, yeah. and you let him go. But Sean Payton is ringing him in. Mm-hmm. He's saying, no, this, we're not going to do it your way. I have never seen a quarterback of his stature have to go through this. And their relationship seems it seems shaky. It's their relationship you see at a restaurant where they just sitting at the table, not really eating, not really talking to each other, but they still together. It's something intriguing about this relationship because Peyton is some mostly my way of the highway type person. He wants yeah. you to color inside the lines, be on time with your plays. Well, Russ has became a pro bowler and a Super Bowl winner by making his plays off schedule. Always. Uh, always. Yeah. So there go the difference in philosophy right there. It's a relationship that I think is doomed to fail. Just like Iman Shumper and Tiana Taylor then broke up, I think we're looking at this one might be a breakup. <laughs> I think we're going to get an Iman Shumper. <laughs> I, I, I love Shump. Shump, hey, hey, congratulations on your acting. He's doing a great job at that. We have some breaking news that you Commanders fans are going to want to hear. It is official. SeatGeek is now the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. That's right. The deal is finalized, and SeatGeek is the newest member of the Commanders family. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it because you'll be hearing it a lot more this season. Whether you're buying or selling tickets to Commanders, games or to any other event in the DMV, SeatGeek is the place to do it. SeatGeek, the new official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders, so Commanders fans can fan. So, let's talk college football. We yeah. talk college football every week, and I, I'm not trying to make this a Colorado show, but there's no denying. You can't run from the hottest story in college football. Especially, but we didn't even talk about this when Jay Norvell, what was he, I, I could not wait to get your take, yeah. but he said... When I was raised, the way I was raised, when you're talking to an adult, you take off your glasses. That's the way my mama raised me. Yeah. Dion brought mama to Boulder. Yeah. What did you think when you heard that from Jay Norvell? And that was a great hey, game, by the way. Why? Why yes. poke the bear? Why do this? Like, you would think Dion, with him being the known trash talker, his team taking his identity, that they'll be throwing stones. You but would. everybody throwing stones at them. Why give them fire? Mm-hmm. Why do this? Because – Colorado State came out there and they played some football. They did. Like they played some football. So he had them where they need to be. But when you make it emotional and they got shirts, it's not as personal. I, right. I'm sorry. It's you don't it's it's something magical happen happening right now in Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. But it's bigger than Boulder, Colorado. It's a changing of the guards in college football right yeah. now. And we see this happen every 10 or so years, 8 or so years, where the Kings, the Alabamas, the Clemsons, they get removed. They get pushed to the side. Someone else steps and, and up. Somebody else steps up, and it seems to be, of course, Georgia has already put their tip in the hat. Michigan is rolling back around. And now you got the Colorado Buffaloes. And I'm sorry, Deion Sanders has the mightiest touch. If he touches you, your shoulder turned to gold. If he touches you on your neck, your neck is now gold. Like, I'm sorry. He's been great at everything he's attempted this far in his life. He's a winner. He's a winner, and, and not just a winner. He's a magnet. He's yeah. a success 
magnet. Everybody wants to be around successful people. Primetime is the epitome of that. Boulder, Colorado, y'all got a prison, a gym mm-hmm. with Deion Sanders. And you know how I know he's having an effect? Yeah. I stayed up late. I watched the Texas game first. Yeah. And then after that, watched the whole game, double overtime. My mom yeah. is texting me. Yeah. It's 1.30 in the morning. morning. Two a, o'clock. I'm a few, I'm more than a few drinks in. Yeah, I'm yeah, watching the game. Yeah. And mama's like, this Colorado team is exciting. Yeah. What a game. Shadur Sanders is yeah. a player. This is my mom. mom. Yes, that's what I'm telling you. It's it's America's team right now. Like, it's crazy. It, listen, Pat McAfee and all, I'm watching the pre Listen, it's something different. They got the rock up there. Like, come on, the rock don't come to anybody <laughs> campus, man. Like, it's it's star-studded affair anytime they play. It's the new hottest ticket, not in college, in sports right now. Right now, the Colorado Buffaloes are the most popular football team in the state of Colorado, not the Denver Broncos. Not the That's Denver right. Broncos. It's the Colorado Buffaloes. And that in itself should tell you, Jink, what's going on. Like, and I always say this, Coach Prime is not a coach. Is a movement. When he comes, momentum comes. When he comes, things change. All right, well, I'm sorry. It's a new way of doing things in his NCAA, and it's led by Coach Prime. I got to ask you about The Rock. I met him once, super yeah. nice guy, great guy. The Rock. The Rock, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. A, he's a really good dude. But he yeah. was telling a story this past week, I think it was on Pat McAfee, where yeah. he was talking about he was in the ring, and it was his last match before he gave the title to John Cena. Yeah. And – his whole bottom half of his body went numb because he tore, like, a muscle, muscle from his pelvis. His hip. Yeah. 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 And then tore some abdominal muscles, and he just powered through it. Have you been in a situation where you were in a game, you were hurt, oh, yeah. and you thought, all right, I'm just going to have to make it through? Uh, played against Tampa Bay maybe my second year, third year, and I'm diving with Keyshawn Johnson to get a ball. Okay. I end up landing on the back of his cleat. My – my chest plate, my sternum cracked. Oh. So my stomach cracked. So I go to the sideline. I'm like, I can't breathe. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, but I, it, but the pain out there, I just can't breathe. Yeah. So I, I I sit on the bench for like three, four plays. Then I try to go right back in. So I'm checking the receiver, knock the ball down, but I still can't breathe because I'm trying to talk trash now, but nothing coming out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm talking, but nothing's coming out because I have no win. So then I like get to the the locker room halftime. They do an x-ray, and they're like, you didn't fracture your sternum. It's a crack down oh, the middle of your sternum. And I was like, well, so do they mean I'm out for the rest of the season? They were like, this got to do with your pain threshold. Ain't no surgery. It's going to heal on its own. You're just going to have to muscle through. So I was like, all right, no problem. Went out there, finished the game. Had 10, 11 most games in the season, finished the season. Now, here go the crazy part. Okay. I'm more of the joker. I like to laugh. Yeah. Can't laugh with a cracked sternum. Oh, God. So I couldn't Sounds laugh. Painful. I had to sleep in the lazy boy because if anytime you, my body got flat, my chest opens up. Oh, so a I bit. had to sleep upright almost. So I had to sleep upright. If you got a cold and you had to cough, my God! All right, so it was it was a painful thing, but I muscled through it. Like I think it's mind over matter. My coaches in in high school and college always say, "Your body is a coward. Mm-hmm. Your mind tells your body what to do. Mm-hmm. Now make the coward listen." All right, like so that. I, uh, that's what I was always about. So I would make the cow listen and say, no, nah, we're not stopping. We're just going to keep going. Now, I got to ask you this about The Rock. What happens if, let's just say you engaged. Okay. And, and, and your girl is out having girl night, you know. Uh-oh. Then she calls you on the phone and be like, you know what? I'm sitting here by The Rock. You got to leave immediately. He's uh, charming. Uh, He's very all, charming. Listen, she <laughs> is in constant danger. I'm like, I answer the phone like, baby, who, who you by? 
Ooh. Roosevelt? Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> the Rock. Get out of there. Right, now, that's what I'm telling her right now. Grab your friends, grab your drinks, and get out of there. Right? Matter of fact, I'm on my way down. Tell the Rock I'm on my way down. It's just certain dudes you know. Yeah. Hey, listen. I have I have very high self esteem, but I'm self aware. Right. I'm very self aware. When yes, when the Brad Pitts of the world and these heartthrobs, if you ever been voted the world's sexiest man, I don't want you around my girl. Right. Not not even close. So it, it, I always want to do other men feel like I felt. Like yeah, if your girl calls you, be like certain dude is around. I, I just seen so and so. At least you're Fred Smoot. Yeah. Imagine me. If I knew The Rock was around my girl, I would have to be like, I have to call an Uber immediately. I'll, be like, I'll, pay, I'll pay you double. Just get give me, me there. Just, just give me there. Me get there. me there. Get I got to drag there. her away. Hey, matter of fact, I'm finna ride a horse over there. I'm going to be there in no time. <laughs> well, since we're talking about celebrities and also the NFL, let's bring it together. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Are uh, you buying this? I'm not buying it. I'm, I'm buying Travis Swift is what I call him. All right, I'm okay. buying Travis Swifty. I think he's like, I've watched the, the the dude she's dated. Okay. Usually singers, okay, actors, not a lot of alpha. But when you get Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. Super Bowl winner, stud muffin, mm-hmm. all right, it works. It works. Like even the name Travis Swifty sounds good. Yeah. I, I I'm with it. I think they fit together. You do? I think they look. You don't? No. Here's what I think. Oh. Here's what I think. I think when she does this with a lot of guys, she's just going to use this. For publicity. And Yes, and then write a song about oh, it. Oh! I, I don't think Travis Kelsey, I don't know how smart he is. I would say that he's probably not the smartest guy on the planet. I'm not saying he's dumb. All right, all right. All right. I'm just saying right. he's more of a bro, right? All right. Taylor will use this, and then she will write some really artsy song she called, weaponize. called Shallow Waters. <laughs> about she wanted something deep, but, yeah. but, but he wasn't deep enough for her, so she waded into Shallow Waters, and it'll be on the next album. Oh, I is going to be called, I met him in the first quarter and left him in the fourth. <laughs> like, 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 like I, I don't, you write about this. It could be a springboard. That's what I think. But I think he's too alpha for that. I think he's too, I don't need you. Like, mm-hmm. like some of these dudes is like worshiping, like, yes, I, I do need to be with you. It'll help my career. Not mm-hmm. Travis. Yeah. Travis has the swag of a ball player. That's a different swag. That's true. Like, it's different between reaching. You know how you go to the grocery store? You with your mama and you reach for something. She, she yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Alpha males reach for something. They usually get it. Oh, that's true. All right. So at the end of the day, I think they they work off each other real well. I was the guy that said Kanye and Kim Kardashian should have been together like two years before they did. Because mm-hmm. I was like, Kanye is the only male that's a bigger diva than her. All right. So that's some, hard to do. Yeah, but he so is. He outdiva her. So some people deserve to be together, and I think. They do deserve to be together. But I've seen these sports star relationships before because when I was younger here, yeah. LeVar was dating Serena Williams. Yeah. So she would always be here at the park. Uh, Daenerys McCann's with Vivica Fox and Gabrielle Union with Sharper. Like so many mm-hmm. sports, was they just, most of them don't last. But I think Grant Hill and uh, – his wife has yep. been together for a long time, and Eddie George and his wife has been together. She's seen for SWV, I think. So some do oh, make really? it. Yes. So some do make it, the ones that stay out the public. That's true. Now, them the ones that make it, the other ones usually don't make it. And that's why I think 
when people got to learn that relationships are already hard with the, the two people in it. Yeah. When you let a million other people in it with something to say about it, you're doomed. You're dooming your relationship. The private, more private your relationship can be, Jay-Z, Beyonce, mm -hmm. the longer and longevity you have. Because now you can problem solve without everybody looking over your shoulder. So you met a lot of celebrities. I met yeah. a handful, but you've definitely made a lot yeah. more connections than I have easily. Yeah. Have you ever been really starstruck by someone? No. Really? No. I've, even when I was young, I have never been starstruck because I have always thought of myself as one day I'm going to be a star. I want to walk beside you. Okay. And not, not walk behind you and worship you. Yeah. So, oh, no, I take that back. <laughs> I was starstruck one time. One time. One time. Okay. I went to the White House and met Barack Obama. Oh, uh, well, that'll do it. Hey, listen, it was a different, and I knew I was starstruck by him. Because I was in awe. You know how you get in awe of somebody? Yeah. Then I looked at him in slow motion. It's like, wow. What am, yeah, what am I looking at right now? Like, he had this, oh. Yeah. Then, you know, he speaks so like, yeah, Fred, I, how are you doing? I was like, oh, he knows me. <laughs> like, so so it, it, it was crazy to that point. But that's the only time. Because you got to realize, I was a rookie chilling around Michael Jordan. Right. So, like. So you'd I'm, already met some I'm of the really, biggest I'm stars really numb yeah. at this point. And met Morgan Freeman in Mississippi. So wow. uh, his daughter went to college with me. So it's, it's just I had always had these figures around me that kind of numbed me from it. So Barack Obama, what about you? I'm trying to think. I don't – I'm kind of like you. If, if I met someone like maybe Tiger or if I met MJ, I would be – all right. I would be in awe. But for the most part, I'm kind of like you when you meet and, – and honestly, that's kind of the best way to meet people because yeah. then you don't treat them differently. Yeah. And you're like, all right, like you're just having a conversation with me, and yeah. that's kind of what I want. And you never want to really meet your heroes because they turn out to be regular people and they let you down. Uh, yes. I, I tell people all the time, they be like, oh, I'm so happy to meet you. I'm like, hey, I'm just like you. I'll There's really nothing different about us. I'm just faster. <laughs> I like that, that's it. It's really nothing different. When I when I went back to school, well, I was in school, but when I went back to Austin to cover University of Texas, yeah. so I'm in heaven, right? Yeah. I'm in my twenties. I'm covering my favorite team. Yeah. Ricky Williams is about to win the Heisman Trophy. Mm. But here's the thing: yeah. at the time, Ricky was kind of a weird cat. Oh no, he's still he's to still, this, this right. day. He's Ricky Williams, right? And so. I went out to Texas practice to do a story on Ricky's mother, who yes. had moved from San Diego to Austin to help the freshman move in. And for whatever reason, he's a kid, so I'm at practice. Easiest store in the world. Talk mm. about your mom, right? Yeah. So Ricky comes, sits right down next to me. And he hasn't been working out because they didn't work him out much. Yeah. He was a proven commodity. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. It's after practice. And I'm Ricky Williams is sitting Indian style next to me just because he needs his rest. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. Finally, Ricky stands up. Microphone, Ricky, your mom's here. How cool is that? He goes, it must be easy for her. She lives here now. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, that's it? I was like, okay. I go, well, uh, well, how about this? I go, she moved all the way from San Diego to Austin. Mm -hmm. She was helping the freshman move in. Mm -hmm. You were a freshman. You know what this like? Yeah. You know, I mean, what does it mean to you to see this? Easy question to answer. Yeah. He goes, I'm not going to lie. I don't care. Yeah. And the sports information director's like, Ricky, yeah, like, it's your mom. mother. It's yeah. your mother. We never did the story. Hey, hey listen, because Ricky is one of those people, he's very much on the surface. What you see is what you get. And I like the fact that all the stardom that came around Ricky, he never bought into he it. He never cared about yeah, it. He never cared about it. And when you meet athletes like that, they are genuine good people. That's what I tell people all the yeah. time. It's some people that just actually just really want to just play football. They don't yeah. want to – 
get involved in the fame. Mm-hmm. They don't care anything about it. Lots of the guys run from it and try yeah. to hide yeah, because they want a private life. So just because your job is in the eye of the public don't mean you have to be in the public yourself. Right, and here I am, biggest longhorn on the planet. I'm like, I love this guy, and then I yeah. walked away saying, I wish I, I wish I had that, had that interaction. Met, yeah. I would have never met him. Yeah, you don't want to meet your heroes sometimes. Well, I'm well, telling you. When we met him was his last year in college because we played the Texas Longhorns in the Cotton Bowl. You did. You sure did. And he ran over like 20 of us on defense. <laughs> then he kept on running and ran over a coach and a janitor while he was running through our <laughs> locker room. So it was a terrible time for the Mississippi State Bulldogs, just like this weekend was. That's all right. It's a perfect time to read some ads in this time. Oh, you smooth. It's all you. The busy hill. That's what we going to do, most definitely. Get Loud Podcast is brought to you by Bet365, official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Bet on a range of NFL markets with Bet365 app. Craft your own personalization, bet slip, and with parlays. Access thousands of games with live streaming. Place your bets before the match. I bet during the game. It's all up to you. Download Bet365 app today. Join 80 million members worldwide. Age 21 plus only. Must be physically located in Virginia. If you got a gambling problem, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. MMWAA. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life doesn't escape us. That's what type of guy I am. I like that. I like that. We dream about places anywhere in the world. And in the blink of an eye... We're right there, all right? That's the wonder of flight. All up to you. You decide where you go, Jake. Love it. All right? Where to? Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventures today at flydulles.com slash nonstop and tell them Fred Smooth sent you. Beautiful. No, I thank you. And you know why I love that? Hmm? Since we're talking about Dulles Airport. Yeah. You heard about that F-35 we can't find and just flying uh, you know, over you know in what? South Carolina? We, we, we talked about this story <laughs> before we got on here. So you're telling me it's a ghost plane yes. that somebody ejected from flying at Mach 1 around the United States with no driver in it, and the military need help from us, the yes. public, to find this lost bird. There is a pilot. I believe from the Air Force, flying on autopilot in an F-35 out of Charleston. Something goes wrong with the plane. They haven't been specific about that. He ejects. Yeah. They can't find a plane. As, as, <laughs> as of this reporting, they don't know where it is. And then I, I thought this headline was from the Onion. It said, United States asked for public's help in finding plane. I mean, the F-35, you mean, flying right. around it, the East Coast? They're just like ESPN coming on and say, you know what? Sam Howe threw a ball yesterday, and it still hasn't landed. All right? <laughs> he threw a ball in Denver, and I think he's headed to Washington. We don't know, but if you can help us in the public find this NFL football, we would be gladly appreciate a plane. How do you lose a – you're talking about a billion-dollar plane. How do you lose an object that big, and it got to run out of fuel? Right? I guess that stealth is working. No, but what about the fuel tank? How much fuel does it have? And and what's 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 your options, Jinx? How do you get the plane out the sky? It's gotta it's gotta go into the water, maybe. It's it's gotta be out of fuel right now. Yeah. If it would have crashed somewhere, you would think something. The news would have been reported right, somewhere. Right, yeah. Right. Don't you know there's some dude in Tennessee was like, that's a UFO. I, that's I, a, I, you, I've I, never I, seen I, a plane I, move. I was like just gonna say, maybe an alien seen it fly. We're like, oh, let me take this back with us. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, 
Everybody pick up stuff. Like when you go traveling, you got to bring some right. stuff back home with you. I, I don't know. I just I find it as intriguing. Yes. But it's also a little humor in there. It's a it's a personless plane flying around America. I don't know. Maybe some teenager hacked it, right? Yeah. And this thing's gonna land in like Boise, Idaho here in a few hours. So you really Well, you know what? What you just brought up really is an option. I, like yeah. like this is so scary that somebody in their basement. Probably with pajamas on. Crazy maybe things happen, man. Yeah, we've seen that. Hey, listen, we are in a digital world. Mm-hmm. We got to live in it. Okay. One more little break, and then uh, it's football. We're, uh, we're going to close out with the bills, baby. Uh, hey, listen, I love to pay bills, baby. Honda. Have I talked about Honda? I love Honda. Yeah. You got to feel the power of They build CRV everything. hybrid, any Accord hybrid? They build everything. Come on. Yeah. Their most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of their SUVs and trucks. How about the Pilot Trailsport? I love the name alone. Yeah. The most rugged Honda SUV ever. Or experience the thrilling performance of the Honda Civic with a turbocharged engine. Speed. I like to go fast. Mm, I know you do. Mm-hmm. The power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. Find a Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And finally, come on. The sponsor of the show, Seat Geek. Get loud. Get out of town. Mm -hmm. The official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. The deal's finalized. Yeah. Okay. Newest member of the Commanders family at SeatGeek. Yep. If you haven't heard the name, get used to it. Yes. All over the place, rightfully so. And doesn't matter if you're buying tickets, selling tickets, or you're looking at any other event in the DMV. Every event. Every. Dave Chappelle's coming in October, I read. If they got a seat, we got a geek. (laughs) All right. It's the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. So, Commanders fans. Can fan. All yes. right, we paid the bills. Yes. Now it's time to pay homage yes. to our Washington Commanders. Yes. Buffalo coming to town. Now smooth. Yes. Okay. Yes. We've had the Cardinals. Yes. We've had the Broncos. Yes. Bills are a different animal. Yes, they are, but they are still a professional football team. That's true. They have a quarterback that's great in his own right, but turnover prone. All right. They are going to be on the road, so the stadium will be in our favor. And we will have a sold-out FedEx field mm-hmm. again. So it's going to be an environment that they're going to have to work their way out of. I think if you got an optimistic defense like we have that can get out to the passer with the front four we got, and we can't stop your running game, we're going to make you one-dimensional. And if we make them one-dimensional and put the, hop, the ball in Josh Allen's hands, he's proven anything over 35 to 40 throws, he start to get reckless. He's reckless. In between, he's reckless. Oh, see, I think I think it's the gift of greatness. Mm-hmm. When you're greatness, you don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. Because his arm is so strong. Like I watched him flick his wrist and throw the ball 80 yards the other day. 80 yards. If you can do that, what stops you from doing it? All right? So it's the gift of the gifted. All right? It's the curse of the gifted. And he is one of guys. He has to learn how to, how should I say, reel his greatness in. I just don't want it to they happen this him week. to do everything. Run. Throw right. everything. everything, but he did have James Cook running the ball True. last week. I right. and you know the one thing I do love is for all the talent Stefan Diggs have, he is a diva. He is. He's combustible. <laughs> right. he's very combustible. And what would make you madder than a rookie shedding you down like Emmanuel Forbes? And it'll make you combustible. <laughs> and doing it at your home. This is his home. Maryland is his home. So right. he a terp. That's what they say. It's just so much bottled in there. And we've had some great rivalries with the Bills dating all the way back to the Super Bowl. Right, we the reason they'd have no Super Bowl trophies in northern New York. Right, so at the end of the day, yes, just like this is a measuring stick for us and a test for us, we're a test for them. Yeah. Right, can, they, can they beat a top five defense? Because they showed against the Jets. Defense can be their Achilles heel. Yep. When you look at the Bills, I, I don't. 
I don't want to say their window's closing. That's not what I mean. But, but it's just that we've been talking about the Bills getting over the hump for, what, two, yeah. three, four seasons now? Four years. And now the AFC is so loaded. I know Bengals are off to a slow start. Yeah. Chiefs are still there. Chargers, Jets before. Miami. Miami looks yeah. great. Yeah. So it's so loaded the AFC is. Are the Bills to the point where they got to make something happen soon here? No, because you're only in that window as long as you got a quarterback. You got a quarterback, the window open. I, well, Josh Allen is young. Yeah. And, and I, I, I would like to say he's only going to get better. I, and that's scary. Yeah. But he's only going to get better. So, at the end of the day, football is just in a, a, a place of just wonderland right now. Like, yeah. Like, I've never seen uh, the NFL to the point it is now where three-fourths of the teams legitly have a first-round quarterback on their roster. Yeah. I, with five or six more first-round quarterbacks coming this year with Caleb Williams and Shadour and, and, and Drake Mays. So, it, it's, it's in a gluttony. Right yeah. now, because 8 billion people on this planet, we have never found 32 great quarterbacks at one time ever in a year. So I, we we at a point where, yeah, it's getting packed, but the window is always open as long as they got him. They, Stephon Diggs can retire. They got Josh Allen. Yeah. They ain't worried. They can find a pass catcher. Also, did you see already, already Micah Parsons is trying to talk smack? Jahan Dotson tweeted something that said 2-0, and yawn emoji, and then Micah Parsons retweeted that and said, I'm coming. Like, already. They, are, they did go to college together. So I, I guess that's I, true. I, I guess I, that's they, true. They, 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 so, they, they rivalry is probably much. That's true. And offense, defensive guy. So, they've been going against each other for, for like years. For yeah. years. I, and, and basically, what Parsons is saying is, I see y'all over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see y'all over there. Because Dawson could have easily shot back at him and said, you know, last time we saw y'all, we whooped you. Yeah. Right, right, so we don't we ain't afraid of y'all. We we are not the Giants. Right. right? So at the end of the day, I love it, man, because people don't understand. It brings out the best in us. Yeah. Like when iron shop is iron. I love to see guys talking. You know, I like to see guys walking like they talk it anyway. Oh, that's good to know. All right, we we're not gonna look too far ahead. Just want to yeah. get your thoughts on that. Yeah. But this weekend, Commanders and Bills. That is the Get Loud podcast presented by SeatGeek, the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. That's Fred Smoot. I'm Michael Jenkins. Always a pleasure, my man. Need us at FedEx this weekend. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.